morning, heart and soul, my beloved family, and blessings be to my beloved Reverend Dr. Andre L. and all of you who are participating with me this moment in this sacred conversation on the topic that invites you to your possibility, that you are cosmic possibility. And I repeat the topic, you are cosmic possibility. The lack of self-awareness and awareness of your sense of self-value have been the reason why many people have allowed themselves to even participate in narcissistic abuses and still remain in it. Many have allowed themselves to be put down by the occurrences, the happenings in life. Many are in a state of depression, worry, anxiety, fear. And I trust that you will invite yourself to the awareness of how life sees you so that you elevate you to what you truly are, begin to respect and value you according to life and be able to experience the fullness of you. You are cosmic possibility. Once upon a time, about a hundred years ago or more, where were you? You were in the place that I would call the first phase of your life evolution, possibly in the realms of spirit. Then suddenly, you find yourself in the second phase, in the womb. And in the womb, you have to develop organs for you to enter into the third phase. If you did not develop the organs, you will still be born to the third phase, the human phase, and you will still have to participate in life. <laughs> we are all units of life. So we have to participate in life. Now we have died to the placenta womb life. We've been born into the human third phase life. And you know that you are certainly going to move to the next phase, the fourth phase, the soul phase, phase four. Whilst here, you need to ask yourself, how did I arrive here? What has made me possible, has taken care of me to this moment? What has made me possible must have an idea of what it wants me to do. When you buy in the gadget, you want to read the user manual of the gadget. And the user manual you are reading is capturing the mind of your inventor, the inventor of that machine, whether it be a radio, television, computer, or even a car you want to read the user manual. Have you read the user manual of you according to your creator? When you read the user manual, you will know that every inventor loves his or her invention. If that is so, then whoever, whatever life is, call it God, Allah, Unyami, Nyongbo. Whatever you choose to call God, that great inventor must believe in its creation that you are. This is why I say you are just cosmic possibility. Once an idea in the universe, phase one, suddenly you are here, you are the possibility idea, well imagined, well loved, the same way that inventors loved their ideas before manufacturing them. Take a moment and feel what the universe feels about you before projecting you into being as its possibility. So you are cosmic possibility. If the universe loves you, when you come to the place of the universe, this creative, love, intelligent universe that I choose to call life or God loves me, 
appreciates me. Can you imagine what a huge love and care the universe has for you? Why must you then worry about a man, a guy, a boss, or somebody who says something negative about you? Would you be worried? No. I'm the love of the universe. I'm cosmic possibility means that everything that is possibly good to happen to my life is available to me and through me. Whatever is possible to the cosmos is possible through me. And I'm here evolving, developing me into the place and the state where the possibilities of the cosmos will happen through me. I've observed through my many days of ministry that one thing that really holds us from full expression of our cosmic possibility is that we live in expectation. <laughs> Some expectations that are not really valid or valuable. Often, in our expectations, you are expecting somebody to do or be something to make you comfortable. Nobody can live without expectation. To wake up in the morning is expectation. You expect you to go to work. So we all live with and in expectations. And there's nothing wrong with that. But you see, when your expectations are dependent on somebody, what somebody must do or be, then you have nominated yourself for disappointment or possible disappointment. Then when the person does not live according to your expectation, spiritually, socially, psychologically, physically, or financially, then you have somebody to blame. And when you go into the blame field, whatever you blame becomes your superior. So many people are in depression, in worry, anxiety, their businesses are failing, their life is on a roller coaster because they have something or somebody to blame. And it starts from you expecting them to do something to make your life comfortable or to make you step into your, your greatness. Whether it be spiritual greatness, greatness in your social relationship, greatness in your uh, psychological thinking and feeling, greatness in your physical well-being, or greatness in your financial well-being. So I invite you to this life of you changing your mode of expectations. There's nothing wrong if occasionally you expect somebody to do something for, for you. But if you can put the expectations on you, what I call positive expectation. Positive expectation is not you uh, thinking positive thoughts or so on. Positive expectation is you putting the expectations on you so that you become responsible for your life. Because when you are cosmic possibility, then all possibilities are already flowing through you. But expectations stop you. Sometimes, when you expect somebody to do something, you stop yourself from even doing what you are capable of doing or must do. Because somebody must do. Sometimes it can make you lazy. Soon you realize that <laughs> you don't have time. And you start rushing, then anxieties, tensions, worries, depressions. You realize that there's nothing else you can do, so you succumb to even any abuse that is happening around you. So expectations can bring you to all of these pro problems. What about putting the expectations on you, positive expectation? So just observe this. I expect my boss to love me. It's wonderful if your boss lo loves you. How about changing it to, I expect me to be loving so much that 
my boss will vibrate with love. Now the expectation is on you, so you are responsible. It makes you feel alive, powerful, as cosmic possibility. It is possible for you to exude with love, vibrate with love, so much that your boss has no choice but to love you. I expect me to be kind and generous to my community that everybody will respect me. Often your attitude is, people must respect me. I expect them to respect me. I expect me to be kind and generous. Or I expect me to respect, or I expect me to treat everyone with love, respect and dignity. Such that they will see and feel the wonderment of God that I am. Such a consciousness puts you into positive expectation because the expectation is on you. It empowers you. It makes you awaken to there is something I can do or be for my highest good. Positive expectation is a two-step process. One, what do you expect to experience spiritually? What is your highest spiritual ideal or image of you? So determine that. Then step two, determine what do I expect me to do or be for me to express this quality? And for you to understand this, let me share something with you. You have not been created by a so-called God in the sky and put here on earth. You are not a created being. You are an emergent being. You emerged from the cosmos that has expressed itself as you. The wave did not or was not created by the ocean. The wave is an expression of the ocean. And you are an expression of the universe, the cosmos. So you come to the awareness that mm, as an expression of the cosmos, all the possibilities of the cosmos are within me. You see, the wave emerged from the ocean with the watery and the salty nature of the ocean and you have emerged from the cosmos as cosmic possibility. So as cosmic possibility, it is what you choose to expect of you that empowers you or connects you to the cosmos. I expect me to treat everyone with love, respect and dignity. Changes your frequency. Now the cosmos now channels that ability in and through you to express. Infinite are the possibilities of the cosmos and similarly, infinite are your expression. Put the expectations on you. Now, when you are vibrating with that noble expectation, and you can clearly say to yourself, that wonderful, I am the full power of the cosmos, I have been made from the, the, the cosmos with the beauty, love, joy of the cosmos, its abilities expressed through you. It now directs you in thinking and feeling how to do it. You and the cosmos form the majority. Everybody else and everything else is just little things around you. Feel you and come to the awareness. I and the cosmos, I and God form the majority life of my life. Feel that to be true. Because it is the truth. You have emerged. How do I know? Didn't you emerge from your parents who emerged from their parents? Who emerged from their parents to the first parents? Who emerged from the elements of fire, water, earth and air that constitute the life of the earth? That came from the solar system, that came from the Milky Way galaxy, that came from the universe. 
So, in other words, you are a universal idea that is flowering. You are the story of life that is telling itself. And this life, this wonderful life, can only succeed. And once it has set itself as creation in motion, it will succeed in itself. And life can only succeed through its units that you are. You are a unit of the cosmos. You are a cosmic idea. You are a cosmic possibility of love, peace, joy, wisdom, creativity, success. So you can have your social possibilities, knowing how you vibrate and treat the world with love, respect, and dignity. You can also think, I expect me to create at least one hour every day as my solution time with spirit and listen to the universe and capture big minds into my mind. And then the expectations are on you. And every time, if you don't do it, you know, let me check me. I've not done what I expect of me to do and for me to experience what I want to be. So what is the highest psychological you? In other words, psychological deals with your thoughts and feelings. The worlds inside you that you want to uh, celebrate. Your sensory world within. Your feelings, emotions within. Your thoughts and mental uh, abilities within. You want to experience some inner settlement there. But what do you expect you to do and be to make that happen? And you can write your expectation. I expect me to make one hour solution time with the cosmos. And allow cosmic idea to flourish through me. You go through the whole day, some ideas from the radio, television, your friends, some unnecessary gossips on WhatsApp, on the Twitter, on TikTok, are all influencing you. You're receiving all of this information into your mental, emotional field. Some of them you know are garbage. And when you become a dumping waste ground of such information, what do you expect of you? Sometimes even the movies you watch, I recall once, um, processing somebody in some great difficulty and she told me of a, a book she read in the book somebody was going through some difficulty and the person decided to harden her heart against all people as her coping mechanism and she felt like she was that person and she also hardened her heart and since then she cannot live a life of trusting anyone she feels everybody is sort of against her she has bought into the image of the book how many of you are buying into the image of the movies you are watching? The series you are watching? So the character, the life you are living is not your life. Please tap into you. You are a cosmic idea loved by the cosmos. You can't play it small. Wake up. Put expectations on you. To have psychological solution time with spirit. Then you may go even to the uh, physical side. Dealing with your health and, and beauty. You want to be strong, healthy, beautiful. You spend some hours in front of the mirror. <laughs> putting on your lipstick, your makeup. Some great deal of money in the clothing you wear. And so on. Even the perfume you wear. And strangely, you know, many people value themselves by the clothing they are wearing. By their external possessions. Instead of what they really are. Well, there's nothing wrong in dressing nice, in looking sweet and good, but that is not your value. And when it comes to physical well-being or health, what are your expectations of you? I expect me to make 30 minutes walking regimen for myself every day. 
I expect me to cook my own food. I expect me to eat some raw God food every day. What else do I mean? God food, you know. The food we eat, it's as though we are telling nature that you have not done well. By the way, I'm Brother Ishmael Tete, a universal citizen. I come from Africa and nature is my teacher. <laughs> you know, we always treat ourselves like nature has failed. So nature has provided us with food. You know what we do? We cook some, we roast some, <laughs> we toast some, we fry some. That's all right to create some good food for our body. Do we also ask ourselves that before you were born, did you cook any of these? Nature gave you its prepared food in your mother's breast milk. What about as you're growing up? The fruits, the vegetables. These are what I call God food. Eat some God natural food every day. In addition to all you have cooked and roasted and baked and whatever, so you have a regimen that let me touch nature. And you know when I'm eating, I don't talk. It's my worship with nature. The elements, fire, water, earth and air have come together to make the food possible. Eating is worship, communion with, with them, thanking them and, the, and the blessing them for their presence in me and asking them to announce their health and vitality in my body. The mouth is for talking and eating. All through the day you've been talking. When you sit at table also to celebrate what nature has provided you, you are having a conversation with nature, so you take a piece of food and you say, this is the love energy of the spirit elements of fire, water, earth and air for my bones. The next one will be for your heart, another one will be for your liver. So you are having this conversation and then you are conversing too. How would you feel or what would it be like if you were having conversation with the president of this country and somebody steps in to talk with you? Would you pause and speak to the person? Obviously no. You want to continue your conversation with the president. And when something, somebody, life in the body of fire, water, earth and air, please get this from me. The universal, creative, love, intelligent life that we choose to call God is God on planet earth through the elements of fire, water, earth and air. So these when you touch them, you're only touching the body of the elements. They are the God expressions. They are huge spiritual energies. Get that clear. When you see me, do you see me? No. You are seeing my body, not my spirit. You don't even see my mind. You don't see my feelings and my senses. Similarly, when you move your hand and feel the air, you are feeling the body of the air and not the spirit of the air. When I smile, you are able to capture some idea of what is happening in my spirit as my spirit. So when we are dealing with the elements, these are God expressions. So when you are eating, you are having God conversation. Life says, I am nourishing you. And you are saying, thank you. And then you name the next food, the next muscle into your mouth. It becomes a spiritual communion. So I expect me to be quiet when I am eating and commune with life and determine the quality of food that goes into my mouth with every bite. Every bite that goes into my mouth must have a name. Is it love? Is it joy? Is it peace? Is it wisdom? I want you to 
pause for a moment and just capture this idea that I celebrate life with life and I worship life when I'm eaten. And I know you're feeling that now. I know you're feeling that now. So you have an expectation of how you live with food. That then becomes a spiritual way of living. You see, there is no spiritual life and human life. <laughs> Sometimes I hear people saying, we are spirits having human experience. Sorry, when it comes to nature spirituality, what we call the new era of spirituality, you are no spirit having human experience. You are spirit in human life expressing the magnitude of your spiritual life. When the sun goes through the clouds, it doesn't have cloud experience. It breaks out the spectrum of its capabilities of colors and shows off. So you are spirit, eternally spirit. And whatever you interact with is your opportunity to break out for the adventurous expression of your spiritual potentialities and capabilities. So when, when you go through any obstacles such as cloud in your relationship, social, psychological, physical or financial, if even you are in some physical pain, know that you are to step into the next dimension of your cosmic possibility. <laughs> I recall an old song. It says, but you can bet that you've seen nothing yet until you see me do. James Brown. <laughs> Those of you in the old days, you remember that song. When you meet with pain and problem, know that you are cosmic possibility and don't tell cosmic possibility what great problem you have. Tell the pain, the problem, what a great cosmos you have come from, you have emerged from. That's why you tell it, you can bet. You've seen nothing yet until you see me do. Until you see the next dimension of my cosmic patience, wisdom, love, joy, beauty. So you may be going through some physical, social, psychological, physical or financial problem. And I want to tell you that as cosmic possibility, the universe is seeking to express its abundance in and through you. When it comes to the financial, you may ask yourself, what do I expect me to do? I expect me to make 30 minutes silence to connect my mind with the mind of the rich men in the world. 30 minutes of silence and asking you, yourself, what are the thoughts of the rich men in this nation? What thoughts are they thinking now? I recall the words of scripture that says that let this mind be in you that also was in Christ Jesus. Meaning, Christ Yeshua or Jesus, that mind in him is portable and transportable. You have had experiences where you thought of a friend and then in some few minutes the friend called you. You see, our minds work like radio transmission and receiving station so that when you were thinking of the person, then suddenly it connected you to the person because you were in resonance. The same way you can tune you in resonance with the minds of the rich men of the land and just ask yourself, what thoughts are the rich men of the land thinking now? That simple question can put you into a place of power. What thoughts are the rich men thinking now will put you into a place of power and you begin to think their thoughts. So I expect me, I expect me to give attention to quality services that will enable me to have lots of money, wealth, for me to fulfill the good that I believe in. 
Let me speak about the good you believe in. You know what? Deep within, everyone, if I were to ask you now, when will you die? I'm sure many will tell me, oh, it's not my time. And when I ask you, when is your, your time? <laughs> I will see eyes going around. <laughs> I don't know. So deep within, everyone feels that it's not my time, but there's something you are here to do. You feel it. But you never give it attention. Oh, beloved, I'm inviting you to your, yourself. So give yourself the attention to realize the good you believe in, the deep good you believe in. There's some good you believe that when I die, this good must still be carried on. The good that must not die with me, the good I believe in, whether I am doing it or I've seen it being done, that I believe must not die with my death, that is your name. That is your cosmic signature. Let me share with you this secret. When you can meditate on that good and feel you in that good, that good gives a voice to your voice. So when you pray, the cosmos hears. For the sake of that good, life planted you here. So life planted itself as that good in you, as you to grow and multiply, replenish the earth, subdue it, and be in dominion with it. Those of you in scripture, you, you might have read it in Genesis 1, 28. So that is your signature. There's a good you believe you mustn't die with. Give attention to it. Let me tell you, with all of your life resources, write your will or create a trust that will ensure that at least 50% of your life wealth and riches go to support the good you believe in. Either you create a foundation that will carry on the good you believe in or donate it to a foundation or a church that is doing the good you believe in. And don't worry oh, if I give it to some foundation, they may misuse it. You will leave it behind anyway. Let it be their karma if they misuse it. Give it to the trust dedicated to some good you deeply be believe in. So, come to the financial and know how to connect with the universe. When your voice is for you to download quality service, health, vitality and abilities to give quality service for money, life will reward you with it. I expect me to begin to love money. Because some of you, you don't love money, so money doesn't come to you. <laughs> if somebody doesn't love you, would you want to go to the person's neighborhood? Obviously no. But you, you grow with some conditionings from childhood, when your daddy told you, son, you know, I'm a poor man's son. You need to know how to live humbly like a poor man's son. And you said, yes, dad. And with that emotional feel and pity for your daddy, you keyed into that frequency of, I must live like a poor man's son. My grandfather was poor. My father is poor. I must live as a poor person. It's become a law in your life. Step into your, the, the, the cosmos and ask yourself, how does life see me in life's glory? How does life see me? What is life's idea of me? What is, what is life seeking to do and be through me and as me for its glory? Wake up every day and ask yourself, what answer am I to do and be for life? Then you step out in the day knowing I am life's answer. I am cosmic answer for this day. 
for the spirit of this day. Then in silence, you begin to listen to what life can do, is seeking to do in and through you. Mm. Then as a true answer, life is fulfilling itself through you. So beloved, come to the awareness that you are cosmic possibility because you have emerged from the cosmos that is rich with love, wisdom, joy, evolutionary creativity and intelligence. This cosmos is rich with its own idea of infinite beauty. And life is seeking to be life in and through you. That's why it has made the planet be nourished for you to give you food, to give you air, to give you sunlight, and to give you water. Life is forever doing itself through you. And to the degree that you are surrendered and you recognize what you are as cosmic possibility, life does its good through you. Please come to the awareness that you by yourself even have no power to do any good. But that life does its good through me. I'm therefore inviting you to invite yourself. Expect you to invite you to a surrendered life of recognition that I am cosmic possibility. Not because Brother Ishmael said so, but because that is what it is. That is what it is. We are cosmic love, cosmic joy, cosmic wisdom. And when you put the expectations on you, you now connect to what the universe is expecting of itself to do and be through you and as you. What is life expecting of itself to do and be for itself? In that state, you no more take glory for yourself. If it succeeds, let my life be life success story being told. And when your life is life success story being told, then it does not matter what curves you are going through. Please don't put punctuations in life's success story that you are. Don't tell the cosmos, God, what a big problem you, you have. Now, you tell you that your problem, what a big, powerful, cosmic presence is functioning as you. And when life is functioning as me, the fears are gone. When you come to the awareness that I am cosmic possibility, the fears are gone, the anxieties are gone, the hatred is gone, there's no one for you to forgive. You are too big and busy to have any concern about who has hurt you for you to even worry about. You are cosmic possibility. Step into that now. Beloved, in this simple session, I believe I've also given you the tools for your practice so that you connect with the goodness of the universe. Life is seeking to be its fullest life, peace, love, and joy through you. Sometimes the road, may, the road may not seem to be straight. Life never planned anything to be straight. Life gave us diversity for our celebration. We shouldn't use it for our destruction. You, you become the very channel through which life is celebrating itself in everyone. And when you meet with any pair of eyes, you know that life, is expressing its possibility through this channel with me. Come to cosmic thinking. So you begin to feel you and your value. When you are waking to, I am cosmic possibility, there will be no question of, uh, I'm nobody. I feel less than. I don't feel good in enough. All of this fades into nothing. Yes, I am nothing. As Yeshua will say, 
Yeshua will say, I can of my own self do nothing but of the Father within me. Of myself, I am nothing. I am nothing. I am nothing. I can of my own self do nothing. I am nothing. I am nothing. I am nothing. And the cosmos is here expanding, expressing its glory through me. Rise to that glory now. Be the exclamation. Be the exclamation. Be the exclamation of cosmic glory, beauty, love, joy, and power. Oh, jump into yourself and feel the joy of your soul. There's no time and place for mediocrity, lack, and limitation. Life is abundant, and it is seeking to do its abundance through you. And the time for you to put the expectations on you and allow life to sing its music as you, so that your feet are employed in the light music that you are, is now. And you wake up to it. Thank you for listening. And peace be your life.